Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. Hey, this is Matt Lesher. This is Phil Lamar. Hey, this is Robin Taylor, a.k.a. The Penguin Gotham, and you are listening to Geek Vibes Live. Go. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another amazing episode of Geek Vibes Live interview. As always, I am your host, Tia, and today we have another special guest. We are going to be speaking with... David Achala, who you may know as Manchester Black from the fourth season of Supergirl. This is really exciting, guys, just because, you know, I've never interviewed someone from any of the CW shows, and that's just really great because it's like the CW has almost a special place in my heart. It really is a fantastic uh, series as a whole starting with, you know, Arrow and then The Flash. We have DC's Legends of Tomorrow, and we are getting Batwoman. So it's just, like, a lot of really exciting things going on. Um, I believe we're waiting for David just to kind of hop on, but that's all right. We can just talk as we go. Um, You know, it's funny because when they first said they were developing a Supergirl uh, show, I'm sure some people kind of scratched their heads and wondered why not a Superman. But, you know, we need to explore other characters. It's fantastic that we have this female-led superhero show, which, you know, now we're going to get a second one with Batwoman, which will be the first uh, lesbian uh, uh, female-led superhero show. So that's just fantastic. And there's so many things that are going on in Supergirl right now, which are really cool. I mean, we have John Cryer as Lex Luthor. And I have to tell you guys that if anyone told me a year ago that John Cryer was going to be the infamous, infamous Superman villain Lex Luthor, I might have laughed in your face a little. Um, But that's just me. But... Anyway, I'm going to stop rambling on just because we have David with us. David, welcome. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much. And now, so David, I just want to ensure that I'm getting your name right. Your last name is Achala? Ajala. Ajala. (laughs) I apologize about that. that. It's all good. And you're you're Tia. Am Am I saying that right? Yes, you are. See, you got it right. I got it wrong. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) It's all good. It is all good. (laughs) And, you know, I mean, just I was saying just before you were on that it's so cool that you have this amazing story arc in the fourth season of Supergirl. And I just want you to kind of go through how was that experience for you? Um, I really enjoyed it. It was an amazing experience. Uh, I got a call randomly from the guys at Warner Brothers, and they spoke to my team, and they said, look, we have this really cool role, and we wanted to know if Dave was interested. And I wasn't familiar with 
Manchester Black from the comics. So, of course, I, I went online and I got my hand tarots and I thought he just had a really cool, fun story. And then I spoke with Robert and Jessica, who were the showrunners on Supergirl, and um, just their pitch really sounded exciting. It was something I wanted to be a part of. And I'm so happy that I said yes, because it's been great. Yeah, and that's awesome, because if you go online, there was such a positive review for your portrayal as Manchester Black. And what do you think really, (laughs) what do you think made him such a captivating character for the audience? Well, that's, that's very humbling to hear that, I must say. Because I know, like, with when it comes to characters on shows like Supergirl, the fans are very loyal, you know, and passionate. So to, to get that reception, it's, it's fantastic. Maybe one of the things that made Manchester Black's story so interesting is for the first time, you're seeing this character being introduced as a regular guy with no superpowers, but just a guy who's a victim of circumstance and how he tries to navigate his life um how he try, tries to navigate things in a life where where he's living by himself and without his partner um and i think with a character like manchester black he embraces dark humor and levity in terms of dealing with his pain and loss but then um i also i think a lot of people relate to the underdog the underdog and someone like Manchester Black who has a clear vision in his mind that things aren't black and white. There are many shades of grey and he embraces that and teaches Supergirl how to embrace that. Would you almost say, and this may be a stretch here, but would you almost say that Manchester Black is almost like the Punisher for Supergirl, you know, once he experiences, right. <laughs> once yeah. he experiences, yeah. you know, the loss of a loved one, then he goes on his mission to exact revenge. That sounds. That, that <laughs> sounds right. Very very similar. Very very similar. Um, yeah, I think. But the, the interesting thing with Manchester Black is, of course, he does now have an appetite for revenge. But then I think this vengeance gets spun into something completely different. And I think there are moments in his arc where he can't see the wood from the trees and the, his revenge becomes about something else now, something bigger than the loss of his partner. And I, I found that really, really interesting. Yeah, to really kind of dig deep and explore that type of character arc. Yeah, definitely. Because you, I mean, one of the most important things for me when I had the early talks with Robert and Jessica, um, the execs on the show, I said that what's really important is, because they said that with season four, they're going into a slightly different um, direction with the show and it's going to be something that's a lot more grounded that's going to be on Earth. Previous seasons, particularly season three, was about visiting different places, um, uh, different worlds, sorry. And now they just wanted to bring it and root it to this Earth. And I said, if that's the case, then we have to try and do our best to make this character feel as grounded and connected as possible. We have to understand that this character's superpower 
isn't, you know, the fact that he can fly because he can't do that. His superpower is being able to embrace the many shades of gray and not sitting on the fence when it comes to good versus bad. That's his superpower, clarity. Yeah, and I think that's something that really is the reason why uh, your character has such a positive reception from the audience because too often we're given uh, examples of characters that are either one or the other. And at times that becomes, I wouldn't want to say boring, but a little predictable. So when you have a character like yours, that really just makes for great TV. That's awesome. I, I I have to say, I had so much fun doing it, Tia, and I think there's something very appealing when you're able to play a character that is able to make up the rules as he goes along, and not only that, but to break the rules. Rightly so, he introduces Anarchy, and um, his movement is, you know, inspired by 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 vengeance, um, likened to Antifa, it's just it's just who he is. And being able to be a character like that, who is able to wreak havoc and I don't have to deal with the consequences, is, is very cathartic. Right. Um, and I like that you mentioned that because speaking a little about anarchy, I do want to shift just a little because I have to ask. I'm such a... Yeah massive fan of the movie The Dark Knight. Um, Heath Ledger's <laughs> Joker is yeah. uh, solidified in my mind as one of the best portrayals of a comic book character ever. And yeah. you were in a scene with him, which I just was like, indeed. <laughs> just kind of like put you on this like massive platform for me. And I, I have to ask, how was that experience? It was wonderful. I mean, first and foremost, but when I auditioned for the film, they didn't say that I was auditioning for The Dark Knight. I, I, I was told that it's just a studio film, which I was excited about. So I went in for the audition, didn't think much of it, got offered it. I thought, fantastic. And at the time, it was um, codenamed Rory's First Kiss. And um, I thought, okay, cool. I'm doing a feature film, and it's called Rory's First Kiss. And then my agents did some research and they found out that Rory's first kiss is a code name for the Dark Knight. So then wow. two days after I'm on set rehearsing, I kid you not, as casually like in a room with Christopher Nolan, Heath Ledger and Christian Bale. And one of my memories I have of Heath Ledger is just how much of a nice guy that man was and how classy he was. When I first met him, with a big smile on his face, he introduced himself to me and said, hi, I'm Heath. Wow. Cut to being on set. Not only did he stay in character, in between takes, just to lighten the atmosphere, because his character is a really heavy energy. So to lighten the mood, in between takes, Heath would perform the worst magic tricks you've ever seen <laughs> and it was hilarious it was so brilliant and so funny and at the drop of a hat when he heard action he'll be back into character and just bringing that anarchy again what a talent what a talent what a guy well, that i mean that's just amazing to hear because 
you hear kind of all these rumors of how Heath Ledger went to a really dark place because of his character as the Joker. So it's nice when people like you, um, and there was another gentleman, now I'm kind of blanking on his name, who was also in scenes with him, just uh, really saying wonderful things about him. So it is really nice to hear. That's awesome. He's he's great talent. He set the bar standard for me. He really did. He certainly did. Um, And it's amazing that you were in a DC movie kind of before uh, we now kind of shifted into the world of DC that we have now. And I have to ask, Mm -hmm. um, since, you know, you're in The Dark Knight, you were in Supergirl. I mean, would you want to play uh, a superhero on, a, you know, in a movie either in Marvel or DC? Uh, yeah, I mean, I would definitely like to, and um, that that may happen sooner than you think. I'll say that much. Oh. Oh, that has me really interested, but I know you probably can't tell me anything. So I, <laughs> I won't push, but I do want I do want that coverage when it actually happens. <laughs> Why not? You you have my word on that. You have my word Perfect. on that. It, it's the genre that has shown me love, and I'm I'm excited about continuing that relationship. And we know that in superhero shows and movies that someone's uh, final scene oftentimes isn't really their final scene. So are we looking at any chance of seeing Manchester Black again on Supergirl? I would say never say never. I, I will never I will say take that. Never, <laughs> never yeah. say never. <laughs> you never know. You really don't. I have seen so many times in shows where you think that that's the end, and all of a sudden they pop back up, and it's such a joy when that happens. Cause yeah, right. Clearly right. the writers yeah. saw what we wanted. So it could happen again. It could happen Excellent. again. Let's just say that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we're going to keep our fingers crossed, but we also are going to Me talk too. about um, something that you do have in the works. Now, you mm-hmm. are going to be in the pilot episode for the CBS show Under the Bridge. Can you That's tell correct. us a little bit about, you know, either, you know, both the show and your character? Yeah, for sure. So um, it's a really cool project, and it's, I really enjoy just being able to just embody different characters and live different lives with different characters and different scenarios. So this story is about a group of very, very close friends who very, um, are all medical students. They decide to open up a medical practice, which is doing very, very well. And then the medical practice is hit by a massive scandal because one of the doctors there has been accused of sexual harassment. And that spirals off into a lot of intricate and testing conversations which happen. And it's about how these guys try and keep everything together. I mean, it's very topical. Um, right. Yes. It's very well written. And in a subject matter as heavy as that, there is levity. But I think it's just going to try and explore questions that may not have been asked yet. And I play a guy called Dan who is a uh, surgical oncologist 
and he is someone who is very talented, works very hard at what he does. He is where he is because there's been no handouts for him. He's had to earn everything. Um, he works hard for everything except for female attention. That's one thing he gets. However, he's reached a stage in his life where he feels that he's definitely missing something. And he's recovering from uh, a dark past. Oh, wow. So we're really going to kind of be reflecting on very serious topics, it seems like, in this uh, in this show. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> With <laughs> and as when... much levity as can be had. Well, I'm sure that it is going to have this, like, great kind of balance, and that's important when you're telling dramas to also have the levity to it to really Definitely. keep the viewers. Definitely. Very important. Very and important. When can we expect, and when can we expect to see Under the Bridge? Um, that is a very, very good question, actually, <laughs> which I don't have the answer to, believe it or not. Because <laughs> I've never asked And that's, that's a bit embarrassing But hopefully sooner rather than later That's what my answer will be to you <laughs> Okay <laughs> Well I look forward to it And you know David before I You know kind of let you go Because I know that you got a busy schedule Is there anything else that you would like To plug right now And uh, have people look out for uh, Yeah I mean if th- th- There's um this is what I would like to share, in fact. Someone said to me, just on the subject of superpowers, we as human beings living on this earth, navigating our way through the ups and downs and sometimes very difficult things, but then also very beautiful things, our main superpower is being courageous. It's being courageous in the face of adversity. Another superpower that I want to encourage people to have is to be kind, because I think one act of kindness done daily can make a massive difference in the world. And I encourage everyone listening to just always try and be kind, to always try and show love. And there's no greater thing than showing love to a stranger without needing to get anything back. So I encourage you all to do that. Really just I've never had anyone come on here and say something like that. Thank you so much for sharing that, honestly, because it's it's something in this world that we see, you know, far, far few uh, acts of kindness. And we really need to step up the game when it comes to that. I agree 100 percent. So let's do it. Yes, let's do it. That's going to be our mission. David, thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming here. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. (laughs) And hopefully speak soon, I hope. Yes, again, I want that coverage when, you know, we get the sooner rather than later news. It's a done deal. It's a done deal. Done deal. (laughs) Excellent. Awesome. You take care, my dear. You too. Thank you, David. Thank you to you. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.